The year was 1954. With their sturdy, broken-down microphones, they were headed for greatness in the American West. Jack and Ron in the morning. If you don't laugh like this, you're probably normal. The following entertainment special contains mature subject matter. Parents may consider some of the program content unsuitable for children. Parental discretion is advised. Bad Boys of Radio. Here's Jack and Ron. Hey, hey. Back from spring break. Oh, God. What a time we had on spring break. It was incredible. Still recovering, you know, the after effects of the whole uh, spring break event uh, that we participated in. But, hey, it's Jack Dam Elliott, Ron Dam Williams, and we're here for you. Uh, you know what? While you were gone, you missed uh, uh, playtime for Smokey the Bear because <laughs> we had fires everywhere. I, I could go out and I could see the smoke in the eastern part of uh, of the city. I did not know that we had that many wildfires going on. And uh, thank goodness that uh, uh, the local fire departments and what have you, neighbors caring about other neighbors were able to go ahead and, and keep everything to a, a, a minimum. I've, I've thought about your place, man, because you... I don't know. It looked like you were right in the crosshairs. As a matter a of fact, I was. I was in Cincinnati at the time, but we were able to bring up the local Channel 4 on our uh, app or whatever and transfer it to the TV. So we watch it on the big screen, and I'm like, oh, my God, Mike Morgan is pointing out where these fires are, how close they are. They got within one mile of my property, and, uh, man, was I, I was damn near peeing in my pants watching it because i'm in cincinnati i can't do anything about it my neighbors were texting saying that the police had come to everybody's door in the neighborhood we only have 18 homes in there but uh the cops went around the police were kind enough to go to every door knock on the door and say hey you need to evacuate and then our friend bk uh from louis he uh was uh said he's gonna go check out my house so he drove over to uh to get to my house but the police stopped everybody at 122nd and eastern out there so he could never go any further couldn't get to it bob who is the uh, proprietor of this fine restaurant othello's <clears throat> called me he was trying to get to his house and he doesn't live far from me he said the power poles had been knocked down by the wind across bryant he couldn't get that way he had to take some other detour or whatever to try to mm -hmm. get to his house but they were keeping everybody evacuated because of the possibility those fires were so close to my property i was pretty frightened but now i get home and it's three days later the house still smells like a fireplace i mean it smells <laughs> like somebody held a bonfire in there um but uh, hey thanks to uh, all our neighbors and uh, our friend bk with louis for trying to check and then bob with othello's and by the way that's where we do this podcast from, Othello's Italian Restaurant in Edmond, right there at 1 South Broadway, historic downtown Edmond. If you've never been to Othello's for great Italian food, you don't know what you're missing, need to check it out. Today hey. is Monday, and uh, they open every day, seven days a week at 4 o'clock. Hey, don't forget about great service, too. I mean, the food is fantastic, mm -hmm. but the, the, the great service, man, it's, it's like your family, your family here, you know? Oh, yeah. And, you know, the thing is, they offer on uh, different specials, different days of the week. Uh, Monday, tonight, build your own pasta. You pick the type of pasta. What do you want? Bow tie, penne. Then you pick the sauce. You want Alfredo. You want uh, maybe the red sauce. Um, oh, and then you pick your protein. You want chicken. You want sausage. All that for twelve ninety nine. Huh? Did you say twelve ninety nine? I sure did. Man, you it's can a, bring someone with you. It's a hell of a deal. Yeah, I'm but you. and they and they can pay for their own. There you it's go. Great. Plus, want to <laughs> mention, uh, and we'll tell you more about Flash Hauler here in just a bit. Flash Hauler, the 
major sponsor of this podcast, and they've been with us for, what, three years now at least? Uh, almost since, since the beginning. Yeah, and I think we've been doing the podcast about four or five years. There was a little break in at one point there, but uh, for the most part, nearly five years we've been doing a podcast. Now everybody's got a podcast, but nothing like this one uh, because this one is well-established, and this one has uh, well, it just has all the makings of an Academy Award winner. This is the blueprint for podcast and right here, right I'm, now. I might also point out, and I'm sure Ron would concur, it has been voted the number one, the number one video podcast in America. And you get it right here on Facebook. So what I would do if I were you, let your friends, family, and other people that are uh, on your you know site, uh, your Facebook mentions, go ahead and share it with them. Let them know, your friends, your uh, loved ones, the people you hate. Uh, let them all know that <laughs> we're here doing this podcast every Monday, 1 o'clock Central Time. Uh, let's see. We and gotta we have get... some other surprises coming as the weather gets a little warmer that uh, we'll tell you about after the weather gets a little bit warmer on a consistent basis. Oh, man, we, we're, we love you. Yeah, now, we're blowing it up, and I believe it's almost time for Too Tough Trivia, right? Uh, do we kick yeah. off things with Too Tough Trivia and then... Uh, yeah, we can do that. It's been a while since we did one of these because uh, last week being spring break, I was in Cincinnati having a great... I'll tell you more about that in a bit, but let's get to Too Tough Trivia. Then we got to ask Richard, our producer, uh, the man in charge of all the gear and everything, some questions with asinine trivia. All right. You may not know this, uh, and a lot of people may not know this, but 50 miles above the Earth is considered outer space. Did not know that. Okay. Now, since we've started all of this back in the 60s and what have you, how many people have actually been in space? And here's the deal. I'm going to give you a 50-person limit. So you give me a 50-people leeway. Yeah. Is that it? Okay. That's right. Because we're including everybody from various, from Russia, America. That's right. Okay. How many people, period, have actually been in space? So it's not more than 50. Oh, it's more oh, it's than 50. Oh, it's more than 50, I'm sure. Now you're saying like it's at least 50. Yeah, what, whatever the guess is, you, you get a little 50-person uh, uh, leeway, one, you know, one way or I'm the other. I'm saying it's 322. Ooh. Yeah. Is your mic working? Can you hear me? One, no? two. Yeah, one, we, two. There we yeah, go. There you go. There we go. Um, you're saying what, 322. Interesting. Yeah. I say 217. Interesting. Ooh. Uh, well, let's just go ahead and just put it out there. You're both wrong. 126. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, again, I'm saying the 60s now, from the 60s up until now, how many like people years? have been in space? No. It does, you know, from, 60 years. From the planet Earth. Oh, from planet Earth. Yeah. Okay. You know, I was thinking. Not, of, not just the United States. Oh, but, uh, but from planet, planet Earth. Yeah, which would include the Russian so cosmonauts. Is our numbers and, too yeah, low? And the t- huh? I bet our, our numbers, numbers are too low. low. I'm thinking yes. they are. There's yeah. a lot of people been in space. A lot of people going yeah. to space. Well, remember they had, uh, what was it not? Uh, the Musk. space station up there? Yeah, no, yeah, well, that. But, and then you know, Richard Branson and his group. And, yeah, and that, oh, and, true. but that's, that was one trip. As a matter of fact, there were only two privately uh, funded space, you know, trips to space, and that's exactly what they did. They didn't. Uh, I don't think any of them orbited the Earth. I think they just went up to go ahead and ring the bell and then come on back down. So I'm gonna make a pose. I'm gonna make a question inside of our our show today. Yeah. Uh, so what, what what's the question again, Ron? Can you? Uh, how many people have been in space 
and where else are they going to come from but the planet, you know, Earth. Space is 50 miles above Earth. They consider that outer space. How many people have actually made that trip? All right. Well, <clears throat> that's our question for now. At the end of the podcast, about 50 minutes from right now, we'll give the answer to that question yeah. so now, you know the answer. And uh, I'll tell you an, an answer. And I, I know you, you're, you're a big fan, not a huge fan, but a big fan of professional wrestling. And, oh, of yeah. course, we had two days of, uh, of, of WrestleMania. And for those who don't know already, you'll find out tonight, but you'll already know. The Usos lost. Ah, I hated that. Charlotte Flair lost. And Roman Reigns won. Oh. Which was a huge, huge surprise. And as everybody expected, Austin Theory is the uh, Intercontinental Champion. He beat John Cena. But we already knew that. That was, uh, I think they were saying that was the passing of the torch from Cena to you know, next generation. And the rest of the stuff, I, I don't know. Uh, Richard, did you, do you happen to like see, follow? see, yeah, see any more? Uh, I didn't watch, uh, yeah, I watched uh, Ray Mysterio fighting his son, Dominique Mysterio. I wanted to see that. I want him to uh, beat the crap out of him. He did. He pulled his belt off and literally beat him. Um, <laughs> nice. That's that. good. Yeah, it, 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 was a, it was a good fight. I know people were, yes, yes. It was really good seeing, uh, uh, What's his name? Uh, Ray Mysterio come out. He came out like it, old school Eddie Guerrero style, like, yeah. with the low rider and everything. Snoop Dogg was his driver, uh, so that that felt good yeah. to hear. You know, to see old Eddie's, you know, like a little tribute to him. Yeah, uh, but oh, yeah, it, was, it wasn't too bad. Yeah, you're talking about Snoop Dogg, and he jumped on and beat up the Miz. Yeah, they they kept having like this little co-host bout. Yeah, it reminded me of Jack and Ron. There you go. <laughs> Well, we're well there'll be no fisticuffs here yeah. now. Well, of course, we got Monday Night Raw coming up tonight. And we have Asinine Trivia to hit you with right now. Asinine Trivia, a contest we came up with years ago when the sales department would come to us with a really crappy prize and say, hey, make this six-pack of uh, soft drinks sound like you're giving away a brand-new car. So we have plenty of Asinine Trivia, mm -hmm. considering how many things we got they wanted yeah. us to make look wonderful. Yeah, when they'd come to you and say, hey, here it is a discount coupon of 10% off on shoe repair. Now make it sound like you're yeah. giving away a Cadillac Escalade. Yeah, yeah. Now, now you don't, you don't need to, to, to just really go overboard, but you could tell about all the great bargains they have and how long they'll be having these great bargains, mm -hmm. and now's the time for you to come on in right now and take advantage of this fantastic sale and do it just like that. Yeah, yeah. call our 800 number right now. Yeah, yeah. wow. Operators but, are on duty standing by so that you don't forget to do so. Call by midnight tonight. This offer will not be repeated. I repeat, the offer will not be repeated. Okay. Well, Richard, you get ready. You, you, I am you, set. You, oh, oh, wow. He's fired day. up. Asinine trivia. Trivia is so easy, it's asinine. Question one. Where would I most likely go to get a Brahms chocolate milkshake? Ooh, Brahms. Yeah. Brahms is the answer. You got it. Ooh, <laughs> he didn't even have to think about that. I was ready. Question number two. Most men shave their face with what type of device? A razor. A razor is right. A blade. This Not guy a, is smart. Yeah. yeah. Shaver. Yeah. Yeah, I was about to All say. All of those it's still, yeah, it's still a blade. All right. Question three and the final question for you, Richard. This is the toughest one, man. Ooh. Name the two guys who have won more broadcast awards than any other broadcasters in Oklahoma. Even and, taking in this past weekend. And who enjoy <laughs> placing pitted olives on each other's toes and then eating them off the other one's toes while sitting in a tub of fresh maraschino cherries and who also performed the number one video podcast in America. 
Jack and Ron. Yeah. Got it. Very well. Glad to have that. See, it's uh, always nice to start the show off with with uh, those those home runs. And, and Richard, thank you very much, oh, thank man. Thank you, guys. You, know, you get sharper every single I week. I try. Good job. Sometimes Jack comes with the stomps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, you know what I was watching the other night? I was just watching whatever I was watching on TV. Have you seen these commercials for, uh, it's a tractor company of some type. Uh, tra- and I think it's Amy McCree. Remember Amy McCree used to do the, I'm almost positive it's her, uh, used to be a News 9 anchor. In fact, we took her one night. Uh, if you recall, we were at... Um, what do we do? What do we do? Well, we were... <laughs> what, what? We, you and I and her, we kind of just bumped into each other at a... Uh, it was a, a, a pre-race pasta and something get-together over there by the Opubco building on Britain Road, and they had a whole bunch of different areas where you could go try, yes, try and yes. sample different wines. And we helped her, you know, get enough... Uh, samplings of these various uh, adult yeah, beverages. We were sort of like almost escorting her. Yeah, we did. And so the three of us were together and had a look. But I swear, Amy McCree was a News 9 anchor, and I believe that's her doing the tractor commercial. Uh, every time I see her, I say, that's Amy. Uh, and you'll need to check that out. I don't know if it's like for Kubota or one of those tractor. But it's not Tractor Bob. Uh, somebody, Dude, But anyway, uh, Amy McCree, I, I was pretty shocked to see her doing that. But I'm thinking, hey. Good for her. She's yeah. making money selling tractors. Oh, uh, I'd like to say congratulations to uh, my uh, grandson is, is from Louisiana. And uh, congratulations to the LSU women for winning the very first uh, national championship mm-hmm. as far as women's basketball that they've ever had. This was the very first one. And uh, I, I, I salute uh, Mulkey for taking, what do they say, nine new people who had never played nine new ones, and she built a team, and they, they, they took it to him. So congratulations. My, my grandson was just jumping up and down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah hell of a game, yeah, too. Yeah. All right. Now, I had this, you know, you ever have one, uh, you, you, are you ever on the, uh, what is that, an app or whatever on your phone? It's like your neighborhood watch or your, you know, your yeah. next door, yeah. whatever. There's one, one of the neighbors put this up. Uh, it said that uh, somebody put this up on the uh, app and said, has anyone had their credit card number stolen after buying groceries at the Brahms in Quail Creek? She goes on to say, mm. I bought groceries inside the Brahms around 9 p.m. on the 13th, used my debit card, had only two other purchases in the previous two days, none on the Internet. The 14th and 15th had over, or the 14th and 15th had over $700 in charges, 90% in Los Angeles. Two $180 charges were for U-Hauls in different places, plus McDonald's in L.A. Just wondering if anybody's had this happen to them. Lucky I caught it in a time and the Weoki Credit Union is reimbursing me. Man, I've heard of so many people having yeah, that problem. That, I, yeah, I just went through that last Sunday. I actually had gotten gas. And what's so bad when I put up that 7-Eleven, or I don't even go up there. Something felt weird. Yeah. But, you know, it ain't tripping, you know. So I think it was Sunday morning I woke up and, there was like a huge gas charge to the other, like to another location, 7-Eleven. Yeah. Um, and then they also had a charge at Walmart, CVS. Um, yeah, it was like they cloned my card. Yeah. Because yeah. they, they had all my information. Uh, I had one of mine, uh, there was a car wash just east of, uh, I'm sorry, just west of Eastern on Memorial. And I went in and uh, the machine wasn't working right. So the guy gone. said, I'll take your card and I'll write, get the number for it. Okay, so he takes the card inside gets the numbers but it comes back out everything's good get my car wash and what have you next thing i know 
hey, there's a $150 charge in Tulsa. There's another charge here, you know, and I'm like, we're, we got it all canceled out and got it all taken care of, but obviously that somebody had uh, mm-hmm. cloned my card, my information at that uh, car wash. See, that, that's why I say do like Jack does. He carries cash, <laughs> and when you go to the, you know, the, the service station or, or one of these little quick in-and-out mom-and-pop stores or whatever, you pay with cash, and then you can go ahead and leave. I, 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 I noticed you do that, and that's something that I do I've started a lot, doing yeah. as well. That, that's, well you you got to do that. And if I'm not mistaken, isn't today the day they announced that we start with the new um, cashless-type? Uh, like the federal? Yeah, some sort of the federal government is, is sort of – it's not going to happen overnight, obviously. Mm. But they're trying to put us or, you know, direct us in a uh, situation of having a cashless society. So it'll all be digital, you know. It'll be on your phone or scary you know, I card was, or whatever. I was reading something similar to that when they were talking about uh, how much money we have uh, in the United States, and they said eighty percent of it is uh, is not there. It's that crypto stuff. Yeah, and that is it shows up, but go try to collect it mm. and see what happens. Right. All right. Now, Jack, I, I know you had a, a problem. Uh, some time ago with uh, with your tummy. Oh, yeah, I did yeah. have a mild, wasn't a mild case. It was a food poisoning well, situation. But I, I read this article, and uh, I didn't know. I don't know. Richard may not know it either. But these are the foods most likely to cause food poisoning. All right. Can I throw one out there that I think might be a part of it? Help yourself, sir. Sprouts. Sprouts see. on there? You know what? I'm, I'm going to give you that because... Uh, one of the uh, the big ones is bagged salad. Okay, yeah. Mm. yeah bagged salad. Bagged salad. Uh, the other, deli cheese and meat, that deli meat. Yep. Ground beef. Ground I didn't beef. know it, but onions? I would have never thought of onions. Yeah. No. Turkey? Uh, Turkey. Chicken? Well, chicken, the, yeah, because of yeah, the salmonella. Always, yeah, they yeah. always, it's amazing. People get sick, but they concentrate on chicken. Yeah, well. Uh, papayas and peaches and flour. I'm trying and to I think, said, what did you not say? Yeah, yeah. And I'm saying flour, and they said because it is raw and uncooked. So it's those are the top reasons or foods, substances that will give you food poisoning. Hmm. And uh, it's kind of hard to avoid a lot of that. The meats, except for that ground beef. Well, you do so much with ground beef. Yeah, there's a lot done with ground beef. Now, for the most part, I understand if you cook the ground beef thoroughly, for the most part, that eliminates the problem of E. coli. Yeah. Um, and if you use ground sirloin or a higher grade of the, the beef, um, such as yeah. a sirloin or whatever, you're, lot, 80, 20, lot, yeah, like you're a lot less likely to develop uh, an E. coli issue or whatever. Because most of the time, if I do get a burger, which is rarely, uh, if, if at all, when I do get one, I like it done. If it's a thick burger, I like it done medium, medium rare. You know. Yeah, and see, and, and that is that is so nuts when you look at food channels and and things in the various magazines and newspaper, whatever, and you say, I don't know uh, how to cook this correctly with all of these different spices and stuff like that. You, you know, like I can I'll throw a hamburger on the grill or cook it in the kitchen or whatever, and. Folks, you gotta really. If you don't have a thermometer, they're not that expensive. You check the you check the uh, temperature of your meats 
before you take them off the grill or serve them to everybody because there's nothing worse than that pain that just seems, seems like it just wants to twist and yank your stomach right out of your body. All right, we want to say hi to Claudia Estrada and Susie Woodring, just two of the people checking out the video podcast today. There you go. All right, and uh, appreciate uh, you doing so. Hey, share this video podcast. Share it with all your friends uh, around the world because we want them to uh, – be aware of the fact that we're doing the number one video podcast in America. I had some audio we were going to feature. Are we ready for some audio, Richard? Yes, sir. You think so? All right. Well, let's get on it then. We've got audio for you. Uh, sometime back, we stumbled across some guys called the Touchtone Terrorists. This is some years ago. And they did some great pranking. You know, and since we just passed April Fool's Day, I thought this would be good. Uh, this was one of the phone calls, one of the prank calls that uh, we enjoyed the most from these guys. Check this out. Jack Daniels, and they forgot to give me the room number. I just got off the phone with them. I need uh, the room Somebody number. Somebody ordered what? I'm down here at Kelsey's Liquor Mart. I got a liquor delivery. To what address? To the hospital. I just got off the phone with him. The hospital. Louie. Uh, he forgot to give me his room number. For Louie? Yes. Okay, sir. Uh, you must have got misinformation. This is a hospital, and anybody as far as Louie is concerned, uh, is under alcohol treatment. Right. Well, I think he wants to get liquored up tonight, so I need the guy's room number. <laughs> Don't deliver it. Well, why is that? This is an alcohol and drug hospital. Yeah, well, this is something that doesn't concern me. I've, I've got a delivery to make here. Well, you don't make it here. Oh, it's called obstruction of commerce. Call the Better Business Bureau. I have you people arrested. I got a delivery to make. Oh, I just hey, got hey. off the phone. Guy. Excuse me? This is a hospital where patients are being treated for alcohol and drug. You may not make that delivery here. Excuse me. People pay a fortune to stay at the hospital there, and you're going to tell them what they can and can't do? They don't pay a fortune. Ah, they, they pay to stay at a depressing place. You, you can't get a drink when you need one over there. Maybe that's why everybody's sick. <laughs> you, you know something? You're crazy. All right, listen. I don't have time to play games. I got a delivery to make here. I, no, I got a delivery to make. I just got off the phone called. with them. I just got off the phone with them. I don't care. The police will be called. The police are just going to have you deported to the mental hospital. Who's in charge over there? I'm in charge. You're in charge? Explain to me why there's no alcohol allowed in the damn hospital. Because it's a hospital where people are trying to get better. What do you know about running a hospital? You're not fit to run a hospital, are you? I am in charge of... See, I don't need you to tell me what's best for your patients. You're way out of line, way out of line. I got a delivery to make. I just got off the phone with them. You're trying to inter interfere with my business, with commerce. Interference of commerce. Well, bring them on. Oh, okay. All right, there you have it. Good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Louie and the liquor. Uh, I always like that one. It's always strange, too. Uh, uh, I've had way too much experience as far as hospitals are concerned, but it's real interesting the stuff folks will sneak in. Oh, yeah. Yo, and it's, are you supposed to have that? Oh, that's all right. Everybody really? every, everybody that I know always sneaks in beer to me. Uh, they're always bringing in Corona. Um, they're, they're just, you know, in limes. It's like, what? It's open bar? I'm in the hospital, you know, well, remember, suffering from whatever the hell I had. Remember I told you that there were a couple of stories that reminded me of you? Uh-huh. And you just touched on another one. Oh. Coming up. 
April 7th is National Beer Day. All right. It's yeah. National Beer Day. I don't know how we're going to celebrate it right here in uh, uh, OKC, but <laughs> there it is. And, of course, Earth Day is the 22nd, which uh, a lot of people, if they drink enough beer, will find themselves lying face down on Earth. So <laughs> at that particular point, I, but I, I, I thought about that, and I just said, hey, that's my buddy, that National Beer Day. He's I don't know how you're going to celebrate it, man. Oh, I'll figure something out. I know you will. All right, we want to say hi to Terry Owen. Terry is checking us out today on uh, Facebook. Thanks, Terry. Thanks for checking us out. Be sure to share this podcast, this video podcast, with everybody you know. Uh, we've got to take a quick break. We're going to come back. We've got email. Uh, we've got, uh, let's see, oh, news on the I'll Be Damned. Uh, let's see, Sleazy Trashy Showbiz Report, the I Dumbass Joe. You got Roy? Is Roy doing some? All right, Roy, the movie find guy. Out what's happening at the movies? You may be surprised. All right, Tribon's also coming up. So much more. Hang on, we'll take a quick break. Come right back. Check out these fine sponsors. Hey, Jack. Hey, Kay. I need some wings. Are you guys up there? Affirmative. Your backup is cloud-based. It's all on the cloud nowadays. That's funny. But you guys have the wings? Winger, Jack. Winger. Winger. Hey, they had a couple of big hits back in the 80s, remember? Winger, big hair. Great wings don't just fall from the sky. They come from Louie's, where we're preparing food fresh daily. Come try one of our great new sandwiches. Or wings with any of seven delicious sauces. Louie's, we're in your neighborhood. We've got this down to a science. Over. Yeah, we're just not up here winging it. Hey, Al, I thought we were meeting at Othello's. Hey, Jack, I am at Othello's. Well, I'm looking around, and I don't see you. Well, wait, are you at Othello's in Edmond? No, I'm at Othello's in Campus Corner in Norman. Oh, great. Well, fortunately, both Othello's have great Italian food. They sure do, and I'm having the baked ziti. Ooh, I'm having chicken marsala. Let's continue with the meeting. Yeah, sure thing, over the phone, but I need one thing. What's that? Uh, your credit card number, because you're buying. Othello's Italian Restaurant on Campus Corner in Norman and in downtown Edmond. You bought it online, and now you need to haul that big couch. Flash hauler it. Bought a washer or dryer and need to transport it from the seller's location to yours? Flash hauler it. Have office furniture to move across town? Flash hauler it. Car breakdown and you need a tow? Flash hauler it. Anytime you need furniture or appliances moved or need a tow, flash hauler it. Haul it, tow it, deliver it with Flash Hauler. Download the Flash Hauler app free. Do it now. Flash hauler. All right, let us tell you a little bit more about Flash Hauler, the incredible, uh, outstanding group of people. It's Flash Hauler. They do a fine job of being the main and major sponsor of this uh, number one video podcast in America. Uh, they've got this incredible service uh, where they will transport merchandise, much like uh, Uber transports people. They have drivers all over the city, but with vehicles like vans and trucks and so forth. So if you have the app or you go to their website, Flash Hauler, F-L-A-S-H-O-L-R.com, you can get somebody to move a table, a chair. Maybe you want a refrigerator. Maybe you had a whole house full of furniture you want to move from, uh, you know, you bought all new stuff over at uh, you, whoever, furniture store, big box store, and you want to move it to your place or you're moving into a new place. They'll do it for you. They've got HOD, hauling on demand. they got MOD, moving on demand, mm. and so much more. And uh, they have FOD. Which is? Food on demand. Did oh, you know? Yeah. Now, this is something we hadn't talked about, but you know what? These folks have so many different services that they offer you. And if, if it's too far, you're hungry, it's too far, and uh, maybe you're not registered at any food delivery app, they'll flash holler it. That's right. There you your go. Child, it will be there in no time. So uh, if you're looking around and you're saying, well, gee, I, I don't want to go out or, 
uh, my car's not running, uh, kid hasn't brought it back yet, whatever the case, hey, you want some food? Flash holler it. There you go. You've ordered a, maybe a 10-ounce filet with uh, asparagus and hollandaise sauce from Mahogany. You need somebody to transport it. Uh, you go ahead and you have Flash Holler do it. By the way, uh, they have another feature. Ron and I have talked about this before. If you've got a house, a home, a business, or whatever, where you're looking to have the floors replaced, you know, you're ripping out the carpet, you're putting in hardwood floor, maybe ceramic tile, you got all that furniture in there to move. You don't want to mess with that and bust your back, bust your tail. So... You hire a flash hauler. They got this guy called a hero helper. That person comes to their business, right, Ron? Yeah, you better believe it, my friend. And you know what? It's just in time. What do you do around spring? They call it spring cleaning. cleaning. And you want to move some furniture, move some stuff around, maybe to clean it or maybe to get rid of it. You know what? You don't have to worry about a thing, getting somebody to rub your back down with some type of salve <laughs> because it went out. Uh, no. <laughs> Flash holler it. That's exactly right. And the uh, nice folks from Flash Holler will send a hero helper or two over, and they'll move all that furniture out till the new floors are put in, and then move all that furniture back in. And they have a new feature called Nice and Free. Nice and Free. Many people that they're servicing right now are moving from existing homes that are maybe relatively large and moving into uh, an assisted living quarters, mm-hmm. maybe elderly people, or downsizing. Maybe, yeah, maybe you uh, were sharing a place and you're kicking that other person out. Yeah. You know what? That's fine. When you kick them out, kick their furniture out too because Flash Hauler will take care of it. Yeah, them. so Flash Hauler gets all this furniture. <laughs> it could be a refrigerator. It could be a sofa, a love seat, or whatever. Uh-huh. And people no longer need it. Flash Hauler gives it to you free. All you need to do is have Flash Hauler holler, holler. <laughs> Holler it, yeah. Haul it for you to your place that you want to put it. Anyway. Yeah, so uh, check these guys out yeah. before you go to these high-priced stores. You might be able to find something that is, well, right up your alley. Like free. Yeah. Check out Flash Holler. Go to flashholler.com, F-L-A-S-H-O-L-R.com. I think we have to say hi to, uh, is it Jane Havelka? Hey, Jane, how are you? Corey Robertson is also watching See, today. yours is doing just fine. Mine is doing the same thing again. You're getting that, some people? You're not. I, I have one, two, two people, and you're, you're getting I do uh, not know why. I'll ask Richard again, uh, maybe after this podcast, why is it you're getting. Uh, I get some, uh, and you uh, get uh, others, or I don't get any, yeah, and you get. I, I don't, I'm not getting any right that, now. You know, it's funny because I have friends uh, or relatives who will say, hey, I watched the podcast today, but I never, you know, but you never mentioned it. Never mentioned my name. I said, well, because your name never popped up. I don't know why that is. Now, yeah. I will say hello to Judy, Judy Hagen. Watching in Memphis and Memphis. Whew. Judy Hagen, that was a long drive back from Cincinnati yesterday, I'm telling you. Uh, Judy Hagen uh, watching in uh, Mesa, Mesa, Arizona. That's my sister, by the way. My loving sister is watching today. Thanks for checking us out. And uh, we're here, and yeah, we made it back safely, just so you know, from uh, Cincinnati. It was uh, 12 and a half. It's about a 12 and a half hour drive from Cincinnati. But, hey, we're here, and we got to get to some uh, email because we get a lot of email. People with questions, people in crisis. Especially when it gets warmer and folks get a little bit more active. Dear Jack and Ron, love your podcast. I watch all the time. My problem, though, is my mom wanted to hang out with me when I'm out with my friends. Now, I'm in college my junior year. And it's embarrassing, guys. It's just the two of us, so I feel a little guilty. Oh, let's see. Oh, it's just the two of them. Oh, I get no man in their lives at this oh. point. I feel guilty saying no. What do I do? Uh, I don't want to hurt mom, 
but I do want to get some freedom. Yeah, how do you tell your mom, okay, I love you, Mom. I like having you around, but only at certain times. When I want to be with my friends, it's kind of a uh, it's our fr- it's my friends. It's not you know, it's hard sometimes to tell them you can't incorporate them into your yeah. little group, especially with some of the stuff that young people do these days. Right, that uh, it's it's almost like having somebody with a ruler in the hand ready to crack your knuckles. Yeah. Uh uh-uh, uh, don't do that. Right. Here's here's my suggestion. It, it may work. It may not. Find your mama, man. <laughs> That's all you have to do. Let her time. If that don't work, get her a dog. Yeah, it, you know, let someone else take up her time, uh, schedule stuff with her. Uh, if your mom's not dog ugly, find her a man and let that go ahead and take up some of her to free time. Yeah, but you, you said go. the key thing, the key key phrase there. If she's not dog ugly, yeah. You know, <laughs> sometimes it's tough finding a man for somebody who just don't have all the. Uh, well, you know, uh, all the attributes yeah, that, all the, that you would you want. Go. Yeah, attributes. All right. Uh, I think it's time to check in with uh, Roy, the movie guy. Roy, our movie guy, ready to, um, I guess, assess and let us know about another movie coming up. And I don't know which one. It's always a secret each week to find out. And I kind of like this. He surprises us. Yep. Here's Roy, the movie guy. Thank you, guys. I hope everybody had a great weekend. And now let's talk about what's opening up this Wednesday at the box office. We have two new releases. The first one is the Super Mario Brothers movie starring the voice talents of Chris Pratt, Charlie Day, Anna Taylor-Joy, Keegan-Michael Key, and Jack Black. With the help from Princess Peach, Mario gets ready to square off against the all-powerful Bowser to stop his plans from conquering the world. Rated PG with a runtime of one hour and 32 minutes long. Up next, we have Air, based on the true story about Sonny Vaccaro and Nike pursue basketball rookie Michael Jordan, creating a partnership that revolutionizes the world of sports and contemporary culture. With a runtime of 1 hour and 52 minutes long, rated R, starring Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, Jason Bateman, and Viola Davis. I did get a chance to see this movie before opening up, and it is fantastic. There are a lot of swears in there, so parents, be mindful if you want to take your kids to see this movie. There is a lot of cussing in it. But the movie overall was fantastic, and currently it holds a 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. So definitely go check out Air in the theaters. And that's a look at what's opening up this Wednesday at the box office. Back to you guys in the studio. Hey, Roy, we appreciate it, man. Thank mm-hmm. you so much. I want to see Air. That sounds good. Yeah. And uh, I hear Matt Damon is great in this, by the way. Yeah, and um, what is it? Uh, Dungeons and Dragons, these are movies that are opening up Wednesday, but Dungeons and Dragons uh, replaced John Wick 4 as the number one movie wow. in the in the country. But uh, John Wick 4 has... Uh, uh, over two hundred million dollars worldwide, so it's it's, it's doing, done well. It, it's doing fine, and yeah. that's and I've got to see that. I've seen every John Wick movie. I as have so, I. Yeah, so I want to see this new one. Uh, by the way, going back to uh, what Roy was talking about with uh, the Mario movie. Oh um, gosh, yeah. yeah. How Chris, long have they these guys been around? In our I lives? know. <laughs> and Chris Pratt has been on every talk show, every evening, morning, daytime talk show promoting this thing is that generally speaking sometimes it means uh-oh maybe it's not going to generate as much interest as they think it should uh-huh. we better send him up but they do have jack black in there and a couple other people he mentioned uh so i think probably it's a good movie for what kids 10 to 15 oh i, I think something. it's going to be a great movie for not only kids but for a lot of people that uh maybe 
were into the Mario Brothers. I know. was. Yeah. You know, you know, you're years ago, because my you, daughter, we I used loved to, that driving up Mario Kart. We, I we loved played that, man. that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So uh, uh, it, it looks like they got the whole family with this one. Mm-mm. So all there right. you go, my friend. All right, we got some more audio for you. Oh, don't you love the audio, especially this kind of crap? Uh, once, <laughs> once again, we dig into the archives. Most people remember the old TV series, uh, Leave It to Beaver. Uh, remember Leave It to Beaver starring Jerry Mathers as the beaver? Oh, what the government wanted every American family to look like. Yeah, uh, quite, quite. <laughs> boy, is that the truth. Quite often we would get our own version of the Beaver Cleaver show. Uh, going on and uh, usually it involved Beaver's dad Ward Ward Cleaver having some involvement with Beaver's teacher Miss yeah. Landers. You just got the idea. Ward was just, Ward was just fed up. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's just tired of everything, and he was just looking for an out. Anyway, he, he was always uh, implicated as being involved with Beaver's teacher Miss Landers, at least in our version of the story. Uh, anyway, check out this Beaver moment from Jack and Ron. Gee, Dad, I feel kind of creepy. Beave, what? Is that? I had to explain to the guys in gym class that my underpants are hand-me-downs from Brother Wally. The gym teacher says Brother Wally apparently wasn't as blessed as me, whatever that means. I just know these underpants are way too tight, especially in certain places. Then the word got around school, and well, again, Miss Landers said something about like father, like son. Then Miss Landers said this weekend's Halloween, Dad, and Miss Landers is dressing up as a nurse. She showed me her costume. Wow, Dad, Miss Landers looks like a real nurse with a stethoscope and everything. And her skirt is, like, really short, and the blouse is really tight and cut real low, and she has high heel nurse's shoes. I bet she'd be a good nurse, Dad. Miss Landers said she would like you to come over next time you feel like you're coming down with a cold so she can give you some medicine that's going to fix you. She said... Best to leave mom at home, because it might take a while for her to prepare the right prescription. Dad, didn't you say you felt like you might be a little sneezy yesterday? Yeah. Now, maybe you should go see Miss Landers. Or should I say Nurse Landers? Go see her tonight. I know Miss Landers will help you make feel better. She's, she's going to make chicken parmesan for dinner with a Caesar salad, and she has tiramisu for dessert, and she told me she has two bottles of full-bodied Chardonnay. Dad, Mom's making Mrs. Paul's fish sticks with ketchup and some green peas. Dad, when you're done getting healthier at Miss Landers, could you bring me a to-go box for Miss Landers? Mom's cooking gives me the runs. But, boy, that sounds like good meal over there at Miss Landers, huh? And all Mom's got are those Mrs. Paul's fish sticks. If it don't say Mrs. Paul's, throw it back. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good oh, old beef. Those were, man, those were the... Now, who... Somebody was a Tony Dow that that passed about a yeah, month ago. Yeah, he just passed ago. away. Yeah. Tony Dow, that, that whole brother Wally. Yeah, that whole Leave It to Beaver crew is just about gone. You know, and when you watch that, even at that time, no matter who you were in America at that time, I don't know any family that was that wholesome, that perfect, that uh, that well uh, attired. I mean. Unless you're talking about Ozzie and Harriet. Yeah, Ozzie and Harriet's another yeah. one, but that was another American TV show featuring the American family that they wanted everybody to be. Yeah, can you imagine what was going on in various homes as some uh, parents maybe tried to uh, construct or have their family reflect what they saw on TV? Yeah. Oh, man, I know there was a lot going on in various... What are you doing? Yeah. Where are you going? What, what, what stain is that? You know, it's crazy. Anyway, good times, I'm telling you. All right, we've got to get to our sleazy, trashy showbiz report. Well, well, well. Uh, I mean, that is the... No, what, what? I think news of the damn. Yeah, news of the 
Oh, damn. Yeah. I missed news of the I'll be damned. I skipped right over it. Yeah. Oh, well, I'll be damned. Okay, well, then it is <laughs> news of the I'll be damned. I'm the one who types up the schedule. For God's sake, you'd think I'd be on top of this stuff. All right. You were concerned, man. I was. The fire and everything. You're, you're, yeah. You're, you're my mind be, was still on the fire. Got to be jumping on your brain right now. Still, my mind was still on the fire, on the fires that we had last week and, uh, you know, the fact that it came so close to the dwelling. Uh, we want to say hi, by the way, to W.D. Boucher, who's uh, watching today, too, along with a bunch of other folks. And, hey, thanks to all of you for checking it out. Here is news of the I'll Be Damned. Uh, the Geary City, Geary City Council fired the town's police chief. Oh, boy. After investigators say his wife was caught on camera beating the woman that the chief was allegedly having an affair with. The city council Hmm. announced the firing of the police chief Cecil Harrell during a special meeting Friday night of the four council members. By the way, of those four, three voted in favor of firing him. I guess the other one felt like, hey, this sounds like fun. Uh, City Council also approved 90 days of severance pay for Harrell. Uh, two council members voted in favor of paying him, while two voted against. The mayor then broke the tie by voting in favor of the severance pay. Let's see what else is on the agenda with this guy. Oh, he previously, uh, and this is, uh, we're talking about the police chief now in this town. Uh, police chief Harrell was previously placed on a 30-day leave after his wife attacked a city employee, a woman who Harrell was also allegedly having an affair with. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Hold, hold, hold it up a minute. The, the, Harold hasn't done anything. No. This is his wife going buck wild all yeah. over the city. All he's done is had, uh, you know, intimate relations with several other members of the, you know, the Do community. Do we know that? Do we know that? Much like what's going on in, in New York right now, you're innocent to prove proven guilty. guilty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I don't believe they have any video proof yeah. of any kind that he was, uh, you know, uh, you know, tapping, uh, <laughs> tapping into uh, other sources. Community relations. They say as far as the, your police and things of that, what you want to do is make sure that you have good community, community relations. relations. He's doing his job. Yeah. His wife is going crazy, going out there beating people, and he gets fired. I know. And That's this, not right. She and, should be in some type of uh, facility. And this. This woman uh, appeared to uh, cover her face, the woman who was being beat up, and she didn't fight back. Uh, The video showed that the assault lasted about 50 seconds before the attacker, that would be the police chief's wife, uh, gave the victim an opportunity to get up. As the victim was walking toward the building, the attacker threw something at her. uh, And then the two women walked into the building together after she had been down on the ground and being kicked in the face by... The uh, officer isn't wife. it something? Isn't it usually the wife attacking the husband? Well, yeah, for, for cheating. Usually, why, yeah. yeah. Why you know? I, why I don't are you understand. attacking these poor women? Yeah, they don't know. You don't know what they may feel is the situation. Like, oh, I didn't know that he was uh, married, yeah. or I didn't know this. But you attack them? No. If if it is true, and you're, you you know you may be interfering as far as community relations. Uh, you you did you did the wrong thing. These poor Give women, this man his job back. These women fell victim to his maybe advances, or who knows? Maybe they put the moves on him. That's what I'm thinking about. Yeah. You know, women love a man in uniform. Oh yeah, and I, this was obvious. You know, she uh, his wife was very very upset with these uh, women, so she just uh, went ahead and took uh, and gave a little beating to one of them. Uh, by the way. Um, 
The uh, police chief has not been reinstated, to my knowledge. What? We'll, we'll follow up on that yeah, story that, for that, you. See, I, I, please do. This is something that uh, I call a tremendous miscarriage of justice. <laughs> exactly. Huh. It's All terrible. Right. By the way, I want to say hi to, uh, we've got another uh, individual I want to say hi. Becky Hughes. Uh, Becky's a big fan, always watches and uh, is checking us out again today. Oh, and I think we have some, uh, let's see, oh, Audio 3? Yes. Okay, damn. I'm still I'm on top of it now. I'm on more audio for you. There's a neighborhood in Los Angeles trying to figure out why they're uh, being flooded with Uber Eats deliveries, okay? And they're piling up. They're getting these Uber Eats deliveries even though they haven't ordered anything. Uh, some neighbors have been getting up to a dozen food orders a day. Uh, and here are some people from the cities. Uh, that's Highland Park, one of the neighborhoods, talking about the food being delivered to their homes. So check it out. Listen to what they have to say. Sometimes it would just be like four orders of milk for McDonald's. I've probably received 30 meals. We can probably got about 40 bags of food. Every neighbor has a different idea of what this is. Well, we thought it was credit card fraud. The marketing campaign, rich kids on TikTok who are trying to have some commentary on millennials. I am a vegetarian and they've been sending a lot of meat. Most of us are vegetarian here, so we couldn't really eat them. See, I'm thinking... Hmm. Apparently, they weren't wasn't, wasn't credit card fraud, at least uh, on behalf of the people who were receiving the food deliveries. But how about that one delivery? Four bottles of milk from or cartons of milk, whatever it is that McDonald's yeah. had. Just delivered four cartons of milk from McDonald's. And then another guy said he got at least 30 meals. And other people are saying they got dozens a day. Uh, and I guess... Uh, Whatchamacallit, Uber Eats is launching an investigation yeah. and uh, trying to do some sort of uh, figure this out thing. Well, these people are not having to pay for it yeah. because uh, Uber's delivering it. You know, you know what I would do, community, whichever one you are? I would get together and get with either the, uh, some type of food bank, community food bank, and all that's left over, all this, the 40 of this and 20 of this, Go ahead and donate that food. Somebody will be happy to receive it and yeah. to eat it. So you don't throw it in the trash or something like that. You all get together and all you know, and, and make a huge donation. Have people come by or you have a, a hotline number you can call them and say, hey, I've got about 10 or 15 meals here for somebody, and let them do that. I yeah. think it's, get it to the food deal. bank. Yeah. yeah, good idea. Great idea, Williams. Gee, oh, well, I'm surprised my, my, my damn self. I am impressed. <laughs> I am impressed. And now, as stated earlier, this time, take two for the sleazy, trashy showbiz report. What is wrong with Kelly Ripa? You know, Ryan Seacrest is leaving the show, and her, uh, her husband is coming in as, as the show uh, co-host. Yeah, so you got something keep, on your mind Well, right I now. think, first off, she wants to keep an eye on her husband. Uh, number one, you know, which I think is really interesting because you know, the same thing has happened with Rachel Ray. Rachel Ray, and I think Rachel Ray's show is going away altogether yeah, now. Th this but, is it. But she brought her husband in to try to pick up the ratings, figuring that most of the daytime viewers are women. Maybe this guy who's apparently good-looking, Rachel Ray's husband, would attract more people. I don't think that's happened. Now, this <laughs> Kelly Ripa thing, I happen to have the TV on somewhere. I guess it was when I was in Cincinnati I flashed around, and bam, up came Kelly and Ryan Seacrest. Um, and there she was, and she looked, to me, she looked a little gaunt. And she looks, how can I put it? Uh, Unattractive? Uh, no, just she had like a lot of angst in her face. Her, her facial expression 
showed a lot of angst. Anyway, you know why? I, I didn't want to interrupt your story, but that was oh, just that, my... I understand that, but do you know why? No, I do not. Well, she's sharing inf uh, a lot of information on uh, she and her husband's sex life. Oh. And this, this is like on the show, my friend. She says when she and her uh, husband are separated for an extended period of time, they're doing different shoots, commercials, shows, whatever the case may be. They do a sex ritual on FaceTime and uh, wow. that keeps everything together. Yeah, I, that's really cool. Ratings, man. You you yeah. want you want these ratings? You look at her and, and you say, you know, she looks a little gaunt. Well, there you maybe go. she's just spent. Yeah, she's fatigued. <laughs> she's drained. Yeah, <laughs> Reese Witherspoon has filed for divorce. Eh, nobody. Cares. Darn, we had to leave that story, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want. I should have made that the last story. We could have <laughs> dwell on that a little bit. Uh, a documentary from 2012 is getting new attention. The brother of a serial killer says he is 100% sure it was his brother who killed Nicole Brown Simpson. It, not oh, wait, only, he's 100% sure. 100% sure. Not only is he 100% sure, Glenn Rogers is, is the guy's name, but Glenn Rogers also confessed to it. He used to be a painter in that area, and he's already been convicted of assault uh, for uh, against women. And, oh, and wow. he says that uh, she was nice and all this kind of stuff, but his brother was kind of crazy. But he was a painter in the area, knew all of that stuff, and he's confessed more than once. His brother says now he's sure because they've provided some extra evidence that that's the fact. So we'll we'll see what. So uh, this what guy, what, his name is Rogers. Last Glenn name? Rogers. Glenn Rogers. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look him up. So uh, allegedly, uh, and according to him and his brother. They say that Glenn Rogers actually was the killer of yeah, Nicole yeah. Brown Simpson. He's saying it, and his brother is now saying it as well, and says that they had produced evidence that uh, the police sort of uh, ignored. Well, we knew that the police yeah. out there kind of did a sh yeah. you know, shabby job initially trying to um, establish some um, motive and everything else. Yeah, well, they did a crazy job. Yeah. It, it'll be interesting to see if uh, if they feel, you know, find out what's going on before this guy's <laughs> sent to the electric chair or, or whatever. All right, uh, let's see. Miranda Lambert says she would be interested in playing herself as it's been offered for the show Yellowstone. That, really? That would be really interesting. Yeah. And whether she does that or not, they are proceeding. In fact, they're filming it right now, a Yellowstone spinoff starring Matthew McConaughey. God, how many spinoffs? What is it, the fourth one now? This will be the one, third one. Third one. Yeah. Right. Uh, wait a minute. There's 18. Uh, 1898 or 1878. 18, it was 1883. Is. Then now there's 1923. And there, there's, isn't there one more? I think there is. I yeah. think there's one other. And now this would make number four, and Matthew McConaughey will be part yeah. of it. Yeah. Wow. That should be interesting. I do like McConaughey. All right. I know favorites. you like this guy too. Clint Eastwood. Oh, yeah. He's getting ready for what he's saying is his last movie ever, and it's called Juror Number Two. I saw the last, I did not see it. I'm not going to lie about that. That last Clint Eastwood movie, I was looking at him and I said, you know. He's looking they, a little. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. now I've seen the last two or three Clint Eastwood movies. One was called Trouble with the Curve. Uh, it was about baseball. That was a pretty good movie. And then the next one had to do with uh, a kid who, he, his job was to go get this kid for this rich guy. Uh, and the kid is down south of the border. He's a Mexican kid. Uh -huh. Go get him. Bring him back to daddy. Uh, and in the meantime, 
the kid has this cock um what? You know, for cockfighting about gotcha. you know the bird. Well, yeah. Okay. So anyway, the kid wants to carry his cock with him everywhere he goes. He does not want to lose track, and he wants to bring him back to the United States. I guess for cockfight. I forget the name of the damn. I wish the hell I could remember the name of the movie because it involved the bird. Yeah, that that would make it better. Yeah. Uh, but this. <laughs> But that, no, I think his last movie was uh, oh, I, Cry, Cry Macho. Cry Macho, that's yeah, it. Cry. Macho was the name of the cock. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that was Macho was his cock's name. And he... <laughs> yeah. And, so anyway, he, he brought, you know, he wanted to bring Macho back. with, uh-huh. And it goes on. And to be honest, I watched it. First time I watched it, I'm like, God, this is boring. Second time... I kind of got into it. It was a little more interesting, but it's slow. Yeah. It's a lot. See, about that, as slow as Clint a, a lot, is these I was days. about to say, Clint Eastwood is moving real slow, and, and they have to make sure they don't uh, <laughs> film on a windy day. Anyway, a Star Trek uh, teen movie is now in the works. Uh, Jennifer Anderson says she's sad that a whole new generation of uh, people watching Friends find it offensive. Well, How can you find that milk toast? Uh, to me, the the offensive part of it is that the comedy in there to me is just weak. Oh, not now. not only and and they're in New York, and my my gripe was, you mean to tell me for all these years <laughs> in New York, yeah. you don't, there was only one white uh, a black yeah. person and cultural it, mecca of the and, world, and it was a uh, a woman that fell in love with or was involved with uh, Ross. Mm-hmm. So it's she says that. They, this generation looks at Friends a lot differently than when it was first. Well, because put out. it was not a very diversified uh, representation of the culture of New York. I mean, New York is, you know, as I just stated a moment ago, it's kind of a cultural mecca. You've got yeah. such a huge population of Asians, uh, African Americans, uh, people from all over the world. It's uh, a melting pot. Yeah, man. it's an absolute melting pot. And 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 here's the other reason. And they I had knew. six white people. Yeah. Here's the other reason I knew it wasn't like that because they would do things to uh, offend other people or do crazy stuff, and they'd run away. But you know, in in real life, New York, they find them somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> bleeding profusely from some wound. And I always wondered how could you afford to live in New York? Half the time they weren't working, were they? I don't even know what no, kind no, of job. No, they, yeah. they had these these big time jobs. Uh, one was a cook, the other was. They, they uh, was almost an actor. One was singing uh, Smelly, Smelly Cat. cat. Now, I might, you know, and it's like, you know, th- this is real, real expensive. And you're absolutely right. One of probably the more expensive cities to live in. Oh, yeah. So uh, that. All right. Finally, Britney Spears, uh, husband, says it is no big deal that both he and Britney have been seen out without their wedding rings. Oh. And... It's no big deal that she went on vacation to Mexico without him. Mm-mm-mm. Dude, I don't know how old you are or what's going on. No ring. She's in Mexico on a vacation without you, and you're not worried about it. This will be, this this will be number what three or four that she's. I think it's number. I think it's three. It could yeah, be four. Because I've been watching and she seems she seems to be getting out on the fringe one more time. Oh yeah. I I, I have only one thing to say. That's your Hollywood update, baby. All right, let's get to uh, say hello to a few other folks who've joined the group. Uh, Mike Fields, one of the best engineers we've ever worked with, probably the best uh, professional <laughs> broadcast engineer we've ever worked with. 
And God knows we've worked with a few. Uh, Mike says, hey, you said cock. Uh, good afternoon, gentlemen. Oh, uh, good afternoon to you. Yeah, we're speaking of a bird, of course, you know. And also Dan Purvis, my friend Dan, checking us out. Thank you, Dan. Appreciate you. Uh, time now for the dumbass joke of the day. Let's get to it. We have three very cheesy jokes. We ask Ron to pick one of the cheesy jokes. So, yes, once again, Ron gets to pick his cheese. Here we go. The jokes today, number one, explaining ethics. Number two, fourth grade. Number three, Alaska. That's explaining ethics, fourth grade, Alaska. Oh, man, this is like it's ripped out of today's headlines, and we'll be seeing a lot of this in uh, Congress and in court. Ethics. Oh, ethics it yeah. is, then. Something that uh, most of them seem to lack. Oh, yeah. Anybody in Congress? Anybody? Any, you, you, do you know a political figure that maybe has some sort of ethics? No. no God, not, let us know. No. Let yeah, us know who I, it is. I've never been so disappointed in the government of this country as far as... They're like kids, man. They're like little, I know. little bitty kids. But anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead. All right. Well, here's your story on ethics. A father is explaining ethics to his young son. Who's about to go into business? Mm. His son is, you know. Um, I guess his son is probably early 20s, about to go into business. So to explain ethics to his son, he says, suppose a woman comes in and orders $100 worth of material. She orders $100 worth of material. You wrap it up. You give it to her. She pays you with a $100 bill. But as she goes out the door, you realize she's actually given you two, two $100 bills. <sighs> now here's where the ethics come in. Should you or should you not tell your business partner? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Ethics. Yeah, okay. Uh, I got another one for you. Richard actually kind of liked that one. Yeah. Uh, here's another one for you. A fourth grade teacher giving her pupil a lesson in logic. We deal with ethics, now logic. The uh, teacher giving the pupils a lesson in logic. She says, here's the situation. A man is standing up in a boat in the middle of a river fishing he loses his balance he falls in he begins splashing and yelling for help his wife hears the commotion she knows he can't swim and runs down to the bank the teacher says why do you think she ran to the bank and a girl raised her hand and said to withdraw all his money from his savings account okay yeah was that passable uh, no, no no how old was this guy yeah i'll put it this way why are you at a large body of water and you can't swim? I know, you know. It, you sometimes know, that, you got to overlook some of. I, I, I know, but yeah. I, I look at that and I say, you know, because I know some folks who like that in their effort, their efforts to enjoy yeah. themselves and want to run around. I said, no, man. Yeah, it's not okay. happening. I, I, let me give you one last one. I know we're running short on time. A guy has worked twenty five years. Worked twenty five years in the liquor business, alcohol. Uh, he decides he's getting ready to retire, mm. and he wants to get away from everyone. So he wants to move to a 40-acre uh, spread in Alaska, and he does so. No one around for miles. He sees his letter carrier just once a week. He buys groceries once a month. After six months of ne uh, nearly total isolation, someone knocks on his door. He opens the door. A huge guy says, hi, I'm Lars. I'm your neighbor from 40 miles away. <laughs> and he says, oh, hi, nice to meet you, Lars. And Lars says, I'm having a party Friday night. Thought you might want to come about 6 p.m. And the guy says, well, thanks. I've been out here six months. First time I've had a chance to meet some new people. Uh, and Lars says, got to warn you, there's going to be some big drinking. And the guy says, hey, no problem. I've been in liquor business 25 years. I can drink with the best of them. Then Lars says, 
oh, there might be some fighting. The guy says, I'm, I'm pretty friendly, so I won't be instigating no fights. And Lars finally says, there's probably going to be some wild, wild sex. And the guy says, well, after six months out here all alone, I am ready. Mm-hmm. And the man finally says, by the way, what should I wear? And Lars says, it don't matter much. It's just going to be the two of us. Oh, now, come geez. on. Come on. Richard? That was good. Okay. Yeah. It was aggressive, but it was good. Oh, yeah. They saw it coming. Yeah, this, that's when that's you... That's a wild party. That's when that's you slammed the door. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Thanks for man. coming, Lars. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see here. Uh, we did dumbass joke. Now we got to get to Tribon. Oh, you know how Tribon works. We'll give you three words. You got to come up with one word that works with the three. Your answer must match ours. All right. Let's give us those three words. All right. Here are the three words. What happened to last week's? I lost it. Uh... <laughs> Did we do this one last week? No. No, we didn't do anything last week. It'd be the week before. This would have been okay. Well, all right. Here's the one for now. I don't know which, if I've lost one of them. Uh, I forgot to staple one of them together. But you know how it works. We'll give you three words. Oh, Tribon for oh, the last oh. time was bar or bear speed door, wasn't it? No. No, okay. that wasn't it. I got it. I got it. Yeah. Bear speed door. You're right. That was the one from last week. Week before last. Yeah, well, week before last because we missed last week for spring break. So the three words last week, bear, speed, door. And I remember asking, bear, is this bear like the animal or bear like no clothes? You did ask, and I said, bear like the animal. Okay. Richard, you got the answer, right? Oh, my wife did. She said trap. Trap is correct. Ah. Bear trap, speed trap, door. Trap door. All right. Finally, I got one. Now the next one. This one's we give it to you today, and next week we give you the answer. All right. Uh, this one's so easy, man. A three-legged dog with no tail and an eye patch could get it. Man, it's so easy. A chicken with only one feather and no pecker could get it. Here we go. Job, care, light. All right. We Let give me you write this. that down here. Three Just words. Light. Job. Job. Care. Care. Light. Like light. a light bulb? Yeah. Okay. Light. Job, care, light. One word works with those three. You give us that one word. We make you a winner right, right here. All right. Very good. Let's go ahead and wrap it up right now, man, because you know what? We are running as a little overtime, which I personally love. All righty, then. Kind of full show. You got the answer for Two Tough? Uh, two Tough okay. Trivia right here. Excuse me. How many people have been in space? Well, I said 322. And, and 50, 50 miles up for those, just a little bit of uh, trivia, 50 miles up is considered outer space. I said 322. Richard, what had you given us? I got like 221, which is clearly wrong. wrong. Yeah, and I was giving you uh, a 50-person, you know. Leeway or whatever. uh Yeah. 644 people have been in this exactly. I was exactly, like, I give you 322. So it was exactly 322 fewer than, because if you add the two together, you get 644. Don't I get half a credit? Sure. Come on. There you go. Wait a minute. There's your half. Now, yeah, 644. And I'm just thinking about that. Uh, They didn't answer the, give me the answer to the other part. How many made it back safely? Oh, that's a good one. (laughs) I'd like to know how many many animals have we sent into space? Oh, just dogs, chimpanzees, that sort of thing. uh, That I couldn't say, except that dogs and chimpanzees were, I don't know, the, the, the folks who were sacrificed the most. Up yeah. in space, and it's like, why? 
these chimps, these dogs, they haven't done anything. What, 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 are, you, what are you doing? Uh, they had no idea. Yeah, that they were up there. What are they supposed to do? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what are, they're, they're up there strapped in. What are they supposed to do? But at any rate, 644 people. That's all. Quite frankly, I thought it would be a, a little bit more when you consider the whole world. I thought it would be fewer, to be honest. That's why I gave you an answer of 322. But if you add 322 and 322, you get 644. So I'm, I got half a credit. Okay, we've got to wrap this thing up. Okay, we've got to wrap this thing up. Uh, thanks to everybody for checking it out. Be sure to share this video with all your friends, loved ones, and everything. Remember, we got our website up. We want you to check it out, jackandron.com, jackandron.com. Uh, also, thanks to Flash Holler, the great people at Flash Holler, and thanks to the fine folks at Othello's. They've got the restaurant right here in Edmond where we broadcast from each week. They also have Othello's in Norman mm. down there on Campus Corner. Open at 4 o'clock. Every weekday, well, every day of the week, seven days a week, four o'clock. Check it out. Great Italian food. You are going to love it. Uh, who else we got to say thanks to? Richard, the uh, producer of this uh, bombastic review. And uh, also. Man, he, he was, Richard was mellow today, man. Uh, no, doing a good job. <laughs> he's, been, been, he's been active, though. He's been proactive with us today, so that's cool. Uh, so, anyway, uh, we got to wrap this thing up and get out of here, and we'll do it again next week, next Monday. Uh, you'll be able to check us out here at Othello's Italian Restaurant, 1 o'clock Central Time. Look forward to uh, doing it one more time for you. Meanwhile, uh, when you go out to do what you do, uh, do it like we do, like Jack and Ron. Come on, be the very best at what you do, like Jack and Ron. Go out there, give it 110, 120, 130% effort like Jack and Ron. Go out there, give it hell. Bye-bye, everybody. Good day.